Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Good Thursday morning. Israel ramping up its war against Hamas. As the world braces for a major escalation. It's October 12th. This is today. Breaking overnight, intensifying. Israeli forces stepping up airstrikes across Gaza with a ground invasion now imminent. The prime minister vowing to crush the terrorists behind the brutal weekend attacks as new and sickening atrocities come to light. This attack uh, was uh, a campaign of pure cruelty. Not just hate, but pure cruelty. The Secretary of State arriving in the region this morning, pushing for the release of American hostages where they're live. Speaker scramble. Obviously, we still have work to do. House Republicans nominate Steve Scalise, but can he find the votes to be elected with his own party divided? The very latest from Capitol Hill. Breaking overnight, extreme weather, damaging tornadoes in Florida, the threat ongoing this morning. Al's tracking the storms and a coast-to-coast system set to bring snow to the west and more rain to the northeast this weekend. Uphill battle, we're learning more about the health struggles of Olympic icon Mary Lou Retton, hospitalized with a rare form of pneumonia. She's still fighting. Um, It's going to be a day-by-day process. What her family is now sharing amid a massive outpouring of support. Those stories plus, we have a winner. Someone is waking up nearly $2 billion richer after nabbing the second largest jackpot in U.S. history. We'll tell you where that winning ticket was sold. And tailor-made, the superstar steps out at the premiere of her concert film that's already a blockbuster. Taylor, how are you feeling? Adding to the fan frenzy, an appearance by Beyonce. And we had one of the best seats in the house. Today, Thursday, October 12th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie, live from Washington, D.C. And Hoda Kotb, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Good morning. Welcome to today. We're happy to have you with us on this Thursday morning. I am here in Studio 1A. Savannah joins us from Washington, and we're going to get right to our top story. Take a look at this. This is Gaza this morning, where the Israeli military is intensifying airstrikes ahead of a ground invasion that could begin at any moment. Israel has been steadily building up assets and forces near that area. And Israel's prime minister saying during the first meeting of his country's emergency unity government, quote, every Hamas member is a dead man. Meantime, there are new concerns over the fate of the roughly 150 hostages, including Americans, taken by Hamas terrorists in those brutal weekend attacks. President Biden saying he is not giving up hope of bringing them home. And to that end, Hoda, Secretary of State Antony Blinken now in Israel meeting with that nation's top officials this morning. We've got it all covered, including what that ground attack may look like. We're going to start off with NBC's Richard Angle. Richard, good morning. 
Good morning, Hoda. We are now right on the border of the Gaza Strip. We are inside Israel, but that area where the where you see the plumes of smoke, and if you pan over between these two hills behind the power lines, that is Gaza City. That is the Gaza Strip. And it is almost difficult to see it because there is so much smoke uh, in the sky. Israel has been pounding Gaza all morning, all night. And this could be just the first phase. The Israeli military, as you said, has been building up forces around here. The Israeli military says it is ready to go in, just awaiting the orders. Israel this morning says it's attacking the Gaza Strip more intensely than ever before. Gaza has never seen anything like this, with bombardments coming around the clock. Retaliation to the terror attacks from Hamas in villages and at a music festival inside Israel over the weekend that killed at least 1,300 Israelis. And this is just the beginning of Israel's response. Israeli troops and heavy weapons are streaming south, ahead of a ground offensive into Gaza that could come at any moment. Israel says it will go into Gaza, even though Hamas is prepared for street-to-street -street fighting and is holding more than 100 hostages. Secretary of State Blinken arrived in Israel this morning. The U.S. is trying to ensure this conflict doesn't spread into a war across the Middle East. But once the bombs start falling, wars are hard to contain. Israel is reinforcing its northern border with Lebanon, with concerns that Hezbollah, a Lebanese militant group that supports Hamas, could open a second front. For the people of Gaza, there's nowhere to run. The Gaza Strip is cut off, with no way in or out. Israel has also cut the power and water, and says it is warning citizens to evacuate buildings before they're attacked. But casualties are mounting. One video that is very disturbing shows a baby pulled from the rubble and motionless. American doctor Barbara Zind was in Gaza on a humanitarian mission, and now she's not a hostage, but she can't get out. There's no passage out right now, so we're hoping that a humanitarian corridor will be made so that aid can come in to the Gazans and people who want to leave can go out. In Israel, the death toll from Saturday's Hamas atrocities continues to rise as new videos show the horrors of the Hamas killing spree. One is especially chilling. Hamas gunmen can be seen arriving by paraglider at that music festival. The attendees seem confused. 260 of them are about to be killed. And about the hostages, the Israeli military said this morning that it has identified the locations of at least some of the hostages. For obvious reasons of security, they're not saying where those locations might be, how many hostages might be there. But it is the first indications that we're hearing at all from Israelis that they might have an idea of the locations of some of those hostages who are certainly right now in extreme danger as are all of the people in the Gaza Strip. And it could get much more dangerous if this ground invasion happens and happens soon. All right, Richard Engel, thank you very much. As mentioned, Secretary of State Antony Blinken has arrived in Israel overnight. We want to turn now to NBC's Chief White House Correspondent Peter Alexander. Peter, good morning. What is uh, the mission of this trip? Savannah, first new this morning, Secretary Blinken just announced that the number of Americans killed in the Hamas attack has now risen to 25. He's spoken deeply personal terms as a husband, a father, a man who is Jewish, condemning Hamas's barbaric violence, praising the bravery of the Israeli people, and delivering this very clear message to Israel. You may be strong enough on your own to defend yourself, but as long as America exists, 
You will never ever have to. We will always be there by your side. Among Blinken's top priorities, helping secure the release of the American hostages. And just this morning, a national security advisor here tells us at this point, the U.S. is not contemplating any American boots on the ground involved in that mission. Blinken heads to Jordan tomorrow. He's going to meet with Jordan's King Abdullah and Mahmoud Abbas, the president of the Palestinian Authority, Savannah, which has limited control over the West Bank. Earlier, Blinken said the U.S. is in talks with Israel and Egypt that also borders Gaza about a safe way out for civilians, including Palestinian Americans looking to leave. The president also welcomed Jewish community leaders here to the White House uh, yesterday, expressing his solidarity and support. He said he has not given up hope about bringing those hostages home, and he's forcefully denounced anti-Semitism, sharing how over the years he's taken his children and some of his grandchildren to a Nazi concentration camp to teach them the dangers of hate. I wanted them to see you could not not know what was going on walking through those gates. You could not fail to understand as a country what was going on. The president also saying he's made it very clear to Iran to be careful. Savannah. Peter Alexander at the White House. We want to turn now to Jeremy Bash, the former chief of staff at both the Pentagon and the CIA is with us here in Washington. And we also have retired Admiral James Stavridis, former NATO Supreme Allied Commander and NBC News analyst. Good morning to both of you. Admiral, I'll start with you. If you were the military commander, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of troops now amassed at the border with Gaza. What would the strategy be going into this very difficult battle theater? Yeah, no secrets here. You're watching it unfold. You're seeing uh, the initial rounds of precision guided munitions that are taking out command and control networks. You're cutting off electricity power so that the terrorists can't access their own networks. And right behind that will be a major ground assault. Uh, tens of thousands, if not a hundred thousand Israeli troops give you a sense of scale. Uh, in Afghanistan, I commanded 150,000 troops that was operating across Afghanistan the size of Texas. This is a tiny little enclave. There may be 100,000 Israeli troops about to head in there. Last point, special forces, Israelis, very good at this. They'll be trying to fix, find, protect those hostages. That's the basic sequence we'll see over the next 72 hours. Let me turn to Jeremy for a moment. I mean, this is urban warfare and Hamas. I mean, by launching this brutal assault, by taking hostages, all but invited Israeli forces in. They know they're coming is the point. So how 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 do the Israeli forces deal with that, knowing that Hamas recognizes this is coming? Well, the first thing is not to walk into the trap. Israel was on the ground there before 2005. They don't want to own Gaza. What they want to do is two things. Number one is establish a buffer zone around the Gaza Strip so that terrorists can't infiltrate back into Israel. And second, as the admiral mentioned, take out command and control nodes of Hamas. They're going specifically after the Nakba unit, those special elite commandos in Hamas that are engaged in kidnapping, hostage-taking, and ground operations. Admiral, how concerned would you be when you're looking at the situation in the south, but also you have to keep your eye on the north if you're Israel, where Hezbollah which, of course, is a proxy of Iran, is in position, in, uh, has a lot of strength and the support of Iran. Um, so Israel is really looking at both, multiple borders right now. 
Indeed they are, and I'll give you a number, 130,000. That's the number of missiles that Hezbollah, which is a creature of Iran, has stationed in that northern front. That's exactly why President Biden has correctly sent the Gerald R. Ford Carrier Strike Group. It brings with it six exquisite destroyers and cruisers with air defense combat punch if necessary, as the president has said, this is a signal to Iran. Don't even think about it. Yeah, and you said that, that obviously Israel doesn't want to own Gaza, doesn't want to reoccupy Gaza. But if you get rid of Hamas, which is the controlling authority there, Israel, in effect, does own Gaza. And what about the civilians there? Yeah, I think Israel's objective is going to be to control the airspace, control the borders, but not get involved in the day-to-day lives of the Palestinians. This is going to be ultimately up to the Palestinians in conjunction with the Palestinian Authority, in conjunction with Egypt, in conjunction with other entities in the region that want to fund and support the Palestinians to create some governance there, some structure there, so that the Hamas terrorists cannot have a safe haven and bring terror on America's ally. All right, Jeremy Bash, thank you. Admiral Stavridis, as always. Hold up, send it back to you. All right, thank you, Savannah. Also this morning, there's new drama in the search for the next Speaker of the House. Republicans have nominated Louisiana Steve's Police for the position, but they're struggling to fully unite to elect him. NBC's Capitol Hill correspondent Ryan Nobles joins us with the very latest. Good morning, Ryan. Hoda, good morning. And you're right. At this moment, there is no Speaker of the House. The majority leader, Steve Scalise, won the most votes in a closed-door Republican meeting. But as it stands right now, he still doesn't have enough votes to seal the deal. Several Republicans have said that they're not prepared to support him when the vote gets to the full House floor. He can only afford to lose four GOP votes in order to win the job. So now Republicans are waiting until those votes are locked up before bringing it to the floor. But it's really unclear right now when that will happen. Some still intend to vote for Congressman Jim Jordan, who was endorsed by Donald Trump and was edged out by Scalise. But Jordan has asked his supporters to get behind Scalise. Hoda? Yeah, Ryan, I mean, clearly this is not a typical situation. There's urgent matters happening right now in Israel. Is there any urgency among the Republicans to quickly get this done? Yeah, and really that's part of the problem, Hoda, because while there are many Republicans worried that they need to elect a new speaker as soon as possible, it only takes a small handful of members to slow down the entire process. And that is what we are seeing play out here. Now, President Biden saying this week he will ask Congress to take urgent action to fund Israel, but that's not possible right now because every day there isn't a speaker, Congress is paralyzed and cannot approve aid to Israel. So right now the House can't even pass something as simple as a bipartisan partisan resolution condemning Hamas because of the impasse. The Republican House Foreign Affairs Chair Mike McCall reiterating how high the stakes are. Hoda. All right. Ryan Nobles for us there at the Capitol. Ryan, thank you. It is 714. A lot more to get to. Good news for somebody uh, today. Well, and bad news for a lot of other folks. Yeah. Hoda, good morning. Good morning to you as well. We've been watching that Powerball jackpot build for months and overnight. A single ticket was sold in the state of California, matching the winning numbers for that nearly $2 billion prize. Clearly, it was not NBC's Miguel Almaguer because he joins us now with that story. What What can you tell us about this golden ticket, buddy? 
Hey, Craig, good morning. It's especially a good morning for a lucky winner here in California. In case you're waking up and you haven't checked your numbers yet, the winning numbers were 22, 24, 40, 52, 64, and the Powerball number was 10. We know the $1.7 billion ticket was sold at a store called Midway Market in Liquor in Fraser Park. That's a small remote community just over an hour outside of Los Angeles. Overnight, one employee told local media that a lot of their customers only Almost go in there religiously every day to get their tickets, so he wouldn't be surprised if the winner is a local resident, Craig. Yeah, sounds like maybe a regular. By the way, we know the rules vary from state to state, Miguel. They're in California. Uh, how long does the winner have to claim that big prize, and will we ever know his or her name? Well, the jackpot winner has up to a year from the date of the draw to claim it, which gives them enough time to get things in order before their life completely changes. And that's especially important because unlike other states, you cannot remain anonymous in California. The winner has a choice to take the payments in installments, so they can choose a cash option of about $774 million. And if those rules sound familiar, it's because this is now the fourth billion-dollar jackpot history All of them happened right here in the Golden State. So, Craig, it begs the question, are you ready to move out here to Los Angeles and anchor from our bureau? Or maybe just come and buy a ticket and come back, Uh, Miguel. Miguel, thanks, buddy. Can you imagine waking up with that ticket? That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, a life changer. is about to change forever. All right, 716, let's get a check of the weather from Al. Hey, Al. California, here I come. Right back where I started from. Anyway, we're looking at, unfortunately, not the Golden State or the Sunshine State down in Florida. Heavy showers, remnants of Lydia now making their way through the southeast. We've got tornado watches and this is going to be pushing through bringing some more heavy rain down there. Probably see another one to three inches possible in some spots, especially in and around uh, Orlando up to Alcala. Now that coast-to-coast storm we were telling you about yesterday going to be creating significant snow for higher elevations in the Rockies today. Heavy rain in the central plains. This system moves to the east on Friday. Downpours spreading into the mid west from Minneapolis all the way to Chicago. There could be some localized flooding with this as well. And then Saturday, well, it comes into the northeast and brings a little more rain. Uh, Temperatures will drop behind that cold front. The good news is by Sunday, it intensifies, but uh, the rain will start to come to an end through the northeast, but it is going to be much chillier. And if you think it's been over and over again, look at this wet weather. We're talking heavy rain back through the plains all the way into the northeast and mid-Atlantic states. Guess what? Boston, last rain-free weekend, eight weeks ago. New York, six weeks ago. Eight weeks ago in Hartford. Philly, six weeks ago, back in the beginning of September. And again, we've got showers through the weekend. Philly, Hartford, New York. But Boston, you may dry out, so head on up to Boston. So first go to California, and then head to Boston. And that's your latest weather. All right, Al, thank you so much. Uh, Still ahead, new details on the health battle facing Olympic icon Mary Lou Retton. What her family is now saying about her hospitalization as friends and fans rally around the legendary gymnast. All right. And from here in Washington, an inside look at the remarkable discoveries being made by NASA scientists as the long awaited first sample from a nearly five billion year old asteroid is unveiled. Who else but Tom Costello all over this one for us. Hi, Tom. I'm going to blow your <laughs> mind. Is this how life appeared on Earth? Asteroids with water seeding Earth? It's amazingly cool. Set the DVR if the kids are leaving for school. (laughs) Let's go, Tom. But first, this is Today on NBC.
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Last year, we presented the Caregiver Champion Award to Savannah. We had another very su- impressive superstar to that list, Mr. Adam Driver. To be with Tom Hanks and Savannah Guthrie and to be getting an award under your namesake means a lot to me in Savannah. Okay, that's beautiful. 7.30, that's a glimpse inside a gorgeous night in Washington celebrating and uplifting the voices of our hidden heroes, our nation's nearly six million military and veteran caregivers. Savannah, I know you look forward to this event every night. You said there there wasn't a dry eye in the house, huh? There wasn't. There wasn't. It was so emotional meeting caregivers, hearing their stories, lifting them up, spotlighting them. It was a beautiful night. I cannot wait to tell you more about it. In fact, this year we really focused on male caregivers. There are so many. Sons taking care of dads, brothers, children. So I'm really looking forward to it. It was fun to see Adam Driver win that award. He gave an amazing speech. We'll have more on that himself too right he is, he's, wow. he's a marine yeah. wow all right that's we look cool. forward to that coming up next half hour mm-hmm. uh we do have more news to get to right now though including the the massive and growing show of support for gymnastics legend mary lou Redding. yeah uh she's been hospitalized with a rare form of pneumonia and this morning donations pouring into the crowdfunding campaign that her family started they want to help Mary Lou with her medical bills. NBC's Morgan Chesky has the very latest on this. Hey, Morgan, good morning. Hey, Craig Hoda, good morning. And you think back to those Olympic moments and when it mattered most, Mary Lou Retton always found a way to deliver. And now at just 55 years old, she is finding herself in her own time of need. And yet thousands of people all over the world are now doing their part. And this morning, for the first time, we're hearing from Rutten's daughter, sharing a message of deep thanks and asking everyone to keep praying. First and foremost, thank you so much for all the love and support that you've given to my mom. Mary Lou Rutten's daughter, Shayla Kelly Schrepfer, sharing her family's heartfelt gratitude as the gymnastics legend reportedly battles pneumonia in a hospital ICU. She's still fighting. Um... 
it's going to be a day by day process and we hope that um, you guys will respect her boundaries as we want to keep the details between her and our family right now. On Tuesday, Shayla's sister McKenna posted this appeal on crowdfunding site SpotFind. Mary Lou is fighting for her life. She is not able to breathe on her own. She's been in the ICU for over a week now. According to the Post, the gold medalist has a very rare form of pneumonia. Her family declining to elaborate on Retton's condition, but giving special thanks to her medical team. She's been treated with the best of the best professionals here, and it has been such a blessing to have their hands on her. Meanwhile, Mary Lou Retton's friends and fellow Olympians are showing their love on social media. Nadia Comaneci, who scored the first perfect 10 in Olympic history, writing, Please get better, my very dear friend. Her former Olympic teammate, Kathy Johnson, posting this picture of the two sharing a moment of exuberant celebration at the 1984 Games. Since Renton's daughters asked for help, more than 5,000 donors have contributed to the campaign, far surpassing the family's $50,000 goal. We're overwhelmed. It's been a really hard time for our family, and so just seeing that people love her like that and showing her that support has just meant the world to us and to her. It's been nearly four decades since Mary Lou Retton won gold at the 1984 Olympics, becoming America's sweetheart at just 16 years old. This morning, a fierce competitor fighting alongside loved ones to regain her health. Yeah, and the country still cheering her on. So, Morgan, we don't know a lot about her time in the hospital, but what else do we know about that? Right, Hoda. Well, aside from the thousands of people showing support all over the world, we did hear from her former Dancing with the Stars partner, Sasha Farber, who shared that earlier this week he did communicate with her via text. He was sharing videos of her dancing, reminding her that there is only one Mary Lou Retton. And in the meantime, since that crowdfunding site went up to help out with hospital bills, more than $330,000 has been raised to help the Retton family in this ongoing fight. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure it's growing. Uh, Morgan, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Well, we turn now to the NASA mission that has top scientists and space geeks uh, geeking out pretty much this morning. The first results are in from the mission that brought back a sample of dust and rock from the surface of a near-Earth asteroid. NBC's Tom Costello is our chief space geek and is here in Washington with us. I know, I mean, you accept that title gladly. Yeah, I, I wrote that actually, yeah. yes. <laughs> and this is huge. This is like the basic ingredients of life. Carbon and water on an asteroid that's four and a half billion years old. Why does that matter? Because you and I are made of carbon and water. This is fascinating. This sample may help reveal the origins of the cosmos and how water ended up on Earth. And if there are traces of water and carbon on an asteroid, could other planets have also be seeded with the critical ingredients for life? Take a look at a time capsule from an ancient solar system. The rock and dust on the edge of that canister are from an asteroid named Bennu, a billion miles away. And here's where it gets really cool. Inside the rocks and dust, researchers have already detected traces of carbon and water, the building blocks of life. We are trying to find out who we are, what we are, and did asteroids provide the basic ingredients for Earth four billion years ago? And touchdown of the Osiris-Rex sample return capsule. 
The capsule returned to Earth two weeks ago after a mission that had the OSIRIS-REx spacecraft landing on that asteroid, then drilling down to collect a sample, leaving behind a contrail of dust and debris. In a sterile lab, researchers haven't even opened the sealed sample. The outside container was already covered in asteroid debris. Jackpot. We picked the right asteroid. And not only that, we brought back the right sample. Here's why. Look here. These are close-ups from an electron microscope that has detected clay minerals with water locked inside. Water in an asteroid. That is how we think water got to the Earth making our world habitable. Once NASA opens its nearly nine-ounce sample, it plans to share it with researchers around the world and save some for future scientists who haven't yet even been born but may one day wonder, Why is it that we're here, we're alive, we're conscious? It's such a gift that I hope everybody really stops and thinks about it every once in a while. Okay, but wait, if asteroids actually did kickstart the Earth and if there are trillions of planets out there, what are the chances it happened to some of them, too? And if that's true, maybe there's a whole universe of ETs out there. Yeah, it's possible. Something else NASA hopes to learn from this tiny sample. How to better defend Earth from an asteroid on a collision course with us. The more we understand the composition of asteroids and how they are affected by heating and cooling in space, we might learn more about what it would take to move one out of the way, Savannah, and by the way, this particular spacecraft is on its way now to another asteroid that it will do a big survey of as well. It's just incredible that they land that, that aircraft on a moving asteroid. Spacecraft, I should say. Yeah, no, it's, it's astonishing. Yeah. On a moving asteroid, they land a spacecraft and drill down, grab a sample, bring it back to Earth. It's four billion years old. And by the way, you are so excellent at your job. But if you ever want a different job, you should be a science teacher. Oh, yeah, Just right. saying. Don't you think, guys? Oh, yeah. Seriously. Spot on. I mean, amazing. Spot on. Thank you, Tom. You bet. Sign up for Thanks Mr. for Costello me. Space Class. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> coming up, fans of SNL are going to love Popstart this morning because we have an exclusive sneak peek at Eddie Murphy's first ever holiday movie. Oh, I look forward to that. Speaking of movies, Taylor Swift hit the red carpet for oh, the boy. premiere of her Thank concert you. film. A night of stars, surprises, and shrieks of, of excitement from fans like Emily Aketa, right, Em? <laughs> yeah, that is right. You guys are about to watch my wildest dreams come true. Somehow we managed to score a golden ticket to the event. Taylor Swift shutting down one of the largest malls in the U.S. for the premiere. Coming up, a look at the stars and surprises, all the moments you don't want to miss. Stay with us. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and French fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. 
Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. We're back with Taylor Swift in the spotlight once again. But did she ever leave, guys? No, No, she she did not. not. (laughs) Uh, Her Eras Tour, in case you missed it, the movie made its debut in Los Angeles overnight and the music superstar pulled out all the stops holding a star-studded premiere. Of course, we had to send our chief Swifty correspondent with her new title, Emily Aketa. Hey, Em, how was it? Oh, it was nothing short of amazing. The premiere wrapped up just a few short hours ago. And as you can imagine, I am still pinching myself. And I'm not the only one. Hundreds of Swifties were treated to a night of Hollywood glitz and glam, which in true Taylor fashion included some surprises, unsurprisingly. She just announced the film will hit the big screen, not tomorrow, but today. It's the movie premiere of Swifty's Wildest Dreams. We're ready for it! Taylor Swift's long-awaited Eras Tour concert film, debuting in style at the Grove in L.A. And we scored a golden ticket along with more than 2,000 others who got to walk red carpets like this before heading inside to see the concert film. And if one superstar wasn't enough, the Queen Bee herself, Beyonce, turned out to support Swift on the red carpet and Swift paying tribute to her fellow superstar in an Instagram post. Have you ever been more excited to see a movie? Never before. This is the best day of my life. Taylor, how are you feeling? The superstar arriving in a blue Oscar de la Renta gown mingled with fans on the red carpet. Attendees got lots of Eras-themed snacks. Look at these, they're amazing! Before being divided up into 13 separate theaters, Swift's favorite number. With Swift greeting each group personally. You absolutely are main characters in this film because that's what made the tour magical. Then it was showtime, the night unlike any other movie experience, with guests encouraged to dance and sing, so I was happy to oblige. And so was Taylor, who spent the night bopping to her own songs. The two-hour, 45-minute concert movie, officially debuting today, already shattering records. Advanced ticket sales raking in more than $100 million globally. That's more than triple what Barbie, the biggest movie of the year, brought in ahead of its opening weekend. What's sure to be a blockbuster concert film coming amid her sold-out tour. But for those who couldn't get tickets to see her in person, this movie is a true love story. And Taylor Swift says she's never had more fun than throughout the Eras tour. The film set to show in 90 countries this weekend. And guys, when I return, I'll be bearing gifts. I've got enough friendship bracelets for everyone in Studio One. We love that. Here's the I mean, I know you went to the concert as well. Now you've gone to the movie. How how did they compare to each other? Okay, Greg, so I'll point out the movie doesn't include every single song from the live concert, but the cinematography is truly breathtaking. You catch so many more little moments between the fans and Swift's facial expressions. Also, I briefly spoke with her dad who pointed out to me they're so excited about the movie because it makes the Eras tour more affordable and accessible to all those fans who didn't get to experience it in person. That's a good point. Yeah. Hey, Emma, is it appropriate for little kids, do you think? Oh, absolutely. It's absolutely. Everyone can get up, sing, dance together. It's a good time for all ages. I'm glad to hear that because we already have our tickets. So I'm glad you said that. I'll be going again Sunday. All right. (laughs) Thanks, Em. Thanks, Em. All right. Mr. Roker, how about a check of the weather? Paw Patrol Saturday, Eris Tour Sunday. There you go. 
weekend. Plan. That's a full weekend. We are looking at a beautiful day here in the northeast. Uh, showers and stor- severe storms down through the southeast today. There's a fire risk in the mid plains. Plenty of sunshine there. Rainy and stormy as the system comes across uh, from the plains, the northern plains, and heavy snow in the northern rocky sunshine along the west coast. And that's your latest weather. Hoda? All right, Al, thank you. Coming up, we've got a heartwarming boost highlighting the inspiring work of our healthcare care heroes. We're going to have that and a lot more. But first, these messages. Carson's here. Hey, Carson. Uh, good morning, everybody. Good to morning. see you. Coming up, we're going to give you the long-awaited return of Saturday Night Live and the cast member now turned host, the very funny Pete Davidson. But first, good morning, Savannah. Hello, Carson. Guys, I cannot wait to share the highlights from a really special event last night. We honored America's hidden heroes, military caregivers. We are shining a light on them and what they do for our country. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. 